0: I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you take the first steps to accomplish your goals. I'll also be interviewing serial entrepreneur and author Ramesh Dantha who reviews his book, The 60-Minute Startup, A Proven System to Start Your Business in One Hour a Day and Get Your First Paying Customers in 30 Days or Less. This book gives aspiring entrepreneurs proven systems on how to start a business online in just one hour a day and get their first paying customers in one month or less. For more information on Ramesh, please visit rameshdamtha.com You may also purchase his book on Amazon or in the previous guest products in either store at JamesMillerLifeology.com or Lifeology.tv. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. If you're anything like me, you'll love to read. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. Taking the steps to accomplish your goals. Anytime we want to try something new, we're often bombarded with feelings of anxiety or worry of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? This seems overwhelming. And the reality is, it's probably something you've never done before. Or if you have tried something before, or perhaps you felt you weren't successful at it. The rule of thumb is this. Anytime we think about our future and we become anxious, more than likely you've thought too far out in the future. What I mean by that is this. If you have this dream that seems very overwhelming and you visualize yourself, let's say 10 years from now, And the idea of accomplishing this goal causes you severe anxiety or worry or sometimes even defeat because it feels too big, then it's important to bring your vision back to a time frame when you don't feel anxious. For example, if you're starting something new, then only think about the next couple months. If you think about the next couple months and you don't feel anxious, then that feels doable. But anxiety will always be the element that can discourage us, that can cause us to not even start to accomplish our goals. So, it's important to be mindful of the emotions that you're experiencing when you think about accomplishing a goal. Another thing to consider is often we make a decision before we have enough information. If we do think about something that's overwhelming, we'll often think, there's no way I could do that. For example, if you want to start a new job, when you think about accepting a new position without even having enough information, we often link together the two steps of decision making. And those two steps, our information gathering, and then the decision itself. That's why it's so important to gather as much information as possible when you want to do something new. Gathering the information and then making a small decision creates the foundation for you to feel in control of what your future looks like. If you make a decision without getting the information you need, more than likely you will not be successful or you'll feel overwhelmed and not even try to accomplish the goal. So today's lesson is very simple. If you feel anxious when you think about your future, don't think so far out ahead. Bring your thoughts back to the present when it feels like it's manageable. And then the other part is to make sure you separate the decision-making process into two steps. Gather the information first and then decide if you're going to make the decision. My guest today, Ramesh Dantha, has a fantastic book that I definitely want you to purchase. He gives entrepreneurs step-by-step instructions of how to set up their business, how to even find their business, and to create profit within 30 days or less. So stay tuned for this interview. Are you an expert in your field or an author who wants massive exposure? I am now looking for self-development experts to be a promotional guest on Lifeology. Currently, Lifeology has an average listenership of over 3 million people per episode. If you are ready to invest in your brand and promote yourself on Lifeology, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest and apply for this opportunity. This is only for a limited time and only a select few will be chosen. So if you're ready to reach a global audience, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest to apply. Ramesh Dantha is a serial entrepreneur, host of the Agile Entrepreneur podcast, and author of the 60-Minute Startup, a proven system to start your business in one hour a day and get your first paying customers in 30 days or less. As a manager and consultant for Fortune 100 companies, Ramesh used the Agile methodology to make technology systems more efficient. He then applied Agile principles to entrepreneurship, starting, growing, and selling multiple online businesses. Welcome to my show, Ramesh. Thank you very much, James. Um, I'm excited to be here. I am as well. That was quite a mouthful for me to read, but that doesn't even cover all the amazing, wonderful things you've done. So thank you for being a phenomenal guest on my show today. Thank you. Did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? I did not know that. Um, So I
1: I graduated as a mechanical engineer, Uh but I I realized that uh, I'm not into mechanical engineering, so I never worked (laughs) even for one day in that one. (laughs)
0: That's funny.
1: Yeah, but I, I realized that business is my thing, right? Uh-huh. I wanted to get into business. Um, I, whether I wanted to be an entrepreneur or not, I, I didn't know at that time, mm-hmm. but I knew
0: that it was the business. Wow. And then with that, what were some of the first businesses that you started?
1: You know, actually interesting. After my graduation, I had some time before uh, I could figure out what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. So I started a tutoring business uh, back in India right after my engineering graduation. That didn't last uh, um, very long um i only had one uh, customer somebody that uh, my <laughs> my my father's friends uh, daughter so that didn't last uh, <laughs> too funny. long and then um but the real um, thing was that uh, when i came to the united states uh, that is when i realized there are so many opportunities sure. here for me to be an entrepreneur yeah. and uh, believe it or not the very first thing that i did after i got my green card was incorporate a business
0: oh really Good for yes. you. That's fantastic. When I was reading your information, you talk a lot about the agile principles or agile methodology. How, first off, what is that and how did that come about in your career?
1: Um, that is a very fascinating and interesting. I think the inflection point in the technology world, especially in the software side, came around 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. So that is when um, this, uh, some of the developers, about 11 of them, got together um, and then trying to discuss you know, how can we do something in the software development. Mm-hmm. So before that, uh, generally what happened was, it's called a waterfall technology, which is, you, somebody the business gives the requirements, hey, go develop the software, and the developers get into a room for next six months or whatever, and come back and say, hey, this is what we developed. And then uh, the business uh, people who gave the requirements, they say, no, this is not what we wanted. Things have changed over this period, oh, gosh. Wow. <laughs> right? So now they go back in room. So it, it, it never met the requirements that is when these guys said, you know, this is not the way we should be doing. Yeah. So they came up with four fundamental value principles. Number one, they said, we need to prioritize individuals and in interactions, you know, over the processes and tools, you know, that's number
0: one. Like communication within within the companies? Within the, within the okay.
1: teams and with the people, collaborate with them, as opposed to, you have to follow this process or you have to follow this tool kind
0: mm-hmm. of a concept,
1: right? And the second thing is, we always need to have a working software over documenting everything. Like you you got to have some proof of concept, something to show and get feedback on. And then uh, the third thing is we need constant customer collaboration. We need to be Mm. talking to the customers and figuring out what they need, as opposed to, hey, you know, let's negotiate contract, I'll come back to you in two months, this kind of stuff, right? It's a a collaboration. The last thing they said, the change is inevitable. There's Mm -hmm. going to be change. So we need to respond to change as opposed to following a strict plan i mean these these are the four principles that they had
0: well they sound like they they very well i mean when you come from a psychological standpoint i mean there's that uh, just the whole communication part there's the whole listening to what the other person needs so i, I really like this from from my standpoint as well
1: <laughs> exactly and then since then uh, the uh, the agile is used very extensively and there are people from believers and you you also have of course some of the uh, other uh, other side of the side where they say hey no, it's too much it's become you know, too rigid as well. So but overall it revolutionized the software development. Hmm. And as I got into uh, this more and more I said, why can't I apply these principles to other parts of, you know, not just software development? Oh,
0: right? that's smart. That's why so you're because, so successful. <laughs>
1: so, because it's it's basically it's about connecting the dots, mm-hmm. right? So people are using this and then I take that dot and connect to other parts of life. It could be to starting a business. It's, it's the same principles, right? I need to prioritize my customer interaction. I need to have something I do on a daily basis to show to the customers, is this what you want? Yeah. I, this is what If I have a price, I know it's going to change, so I need to respond. So basically, it's a fail fast methodology, learn from failing fast, and then assume that the change is inevitable, and then have a plan to respond to the change, as opposed to, this is my business plan, I'm going to stick to it forever sure, and ever.
0: Sure, exactly. And it's also just creating that anticipatory standpoint of what the market may look like or what it, what it needs.
1: Exactly. And, and then so this agile methodology, I said I will apply. And then other thing that I did, uh, James, here, I started talking to a bunch of entrepreneurs. And one question I asked them, so is where you are right now, is this the same thing that you, you started off with? Mm. 99% of the entrepreneurs said, you know what I started with? is not where I am right now. I tweaked my business plan. I pivoted. As I learned about the customers, the interactions, the price points, the business model, I kept tweaking and pivoting, and so I said, if this is how successful entrepreneurs are doing, why should I wait for the perfect business plan, perfect Mm, website, perfect price? I don't want to wait. I'll, I'll go and do something now. I will learn something tomorrow. I will tweak just as necessary, not necessarily on a daily basis, but
0: you know, as needed. As needed, sure. Well, then let's transition over to your book, The 60-Minute Startup, A Proven System to Start Your Business in One Hour a Day and Get Your First Paying Customers in 30 Days. Phenomenal title, by the way. When when you use agile principles, how does that make sense in the methodology or just the synopsis of your book?
1: Right. And the synopsis of the book is, um, so I, I go back to the Peter Drucker, uh, who is the guru of management consulting. And he said only one thing. The primary purpose of a business is to create a customer. That's ah. it. That's it. That's the primary purpose. And you create the customer by doing only two things. One is innovation. And the second is marketing. Mm. Everything else is noise. Yeah, right? that's actually a really good point. It's to innovate on the product and services. And then you promote your innovation through marketing. And, and you create customers. So I, go, I went back and looked at it. If there are only two things I need to do, I want to break my entrepreneurial journey into two things. One is launch the business, start the business. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is find ways to create the customer, you know, get the paying customers. So I broke the book down into two parts. First 15 days is all about necessary things that you do on a daily basis, no more than 60 minutes for the first 15 days to launch the business, get the business out the door. And the next 15 days is apply different strategies to get paying customers. These are the tested strategies mm. to get paying customers. Wow, that's phenomenal. Yeah, that, that's the way it's, it's like, a, for example, I'll give an example. 60 minutes, uh, first day, you you look at the inventory of what you bring to the party. I call, what do you bring to the party? What is the knowledge? What are the skills? What are the assets? What are the attributes that you have? uh put them on a piece of paper, but do not take any more than 60 minutes. Because later on, if you if you know something more about yourself that you can, you know, bring to the business, you can add later. But don't spend hours and hours sure. analyzing, you know, what you're trying to
0: do. Because that can be very discouraging when you when you have when you spend way too much time on something, and if, especially the first time you've done it, and are like, oh my gosh, this is too much. I just don't want to do this anymore. Correct. Exactly. One of the many things I see in your book here is it even talks about how to find what business is viable or what business you really like. Um, and can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because if someone's come and say, OK, I want to start a business, but I have no idea what to do. How do you help them? I know you said just the inventory and the assets you have, but how is a way that they're able to kind of find whatever their niche is?
1: Yeah. So th- this is another it goes back to because one of the things that I always um, was learning from the entrepreneurs is if you you want to find the high probability success for your business, mm-hmm. whatever you do, right? And one of the high probability of success is starting from something that you're familiar with, whether it's experience or a skill or something okay. that you can, right? Mm-hmm. So as opposed to me trying to go and, you know, I, I grew in the technology field. I mean, I know the technology field, from a marketing business and engineering and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Me trying to go into and say, now now suddenly I want to be a content marketer or a digital marketer. You know, it doesn't, You know, then I have a low probability of success because that is not what I have done. Sure. So to find your viable market, so once you have these skills, then of course you're going to do the market research, mm-hmm. right, the market research mm-hmm. with the Google Trends, what's trending within the area, right? And then who are the network that you have built over a period of time, whether it's your colleagues, whether it's your past customers, thinks that what are their pain points? What are they struggling with? Right? Mm. So you oh, you I match see. you match your your knowledge, skills, and assets to the the people that you interacted with, what are they struggling with? And then you find the viable market applying this, you know, market research of a Google Trends, whether it's a you know keyword research and, and some of those basic stuff, right? But you're doing one thing at a time right? If you're doing a market research of the ideas, that is the only thing you're doing for that day for the 60 minutes. Wow.
0: I had One of my friends, they actually have a a storefront on Amazon and what they've done is kind of similar to what you're saying. They they like to sell things. So they sell all these different types of clothes of the major types of, um, I guess, of of apparel that you would find on Amazon. And so they basically just copy all that. And with that, they kind of ride along the trend of all the Of what's the most popular and they get so many customers that way and they make so much money. And it's not something that they're not even, like I said, designers, but they've, it's like you said, they're able to find the market, find the trend, apply that and mimic that. And that's where their business continually becomes even more and more successful. It's quite fascinating. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's, that's one of the great things as well is when you look at who is successful and perhaps who may not be as successful and why aren't they successful, what happened? And then once you can apply that to yourself, then you can start to create your own marketing plan. That's a fantastic. I'm going to read some of the things here in your book. So many different categories that I think my listeners would love to hear because this is why this book is so important, everyone. So the book shows you how to sort through good ideas and how to start a business to find the best one for you. Start an online business, even if you don't know how to get customers online. Discover your profitable strengths. Uh, Stop wasting time online and start getting customers. Use a proven idea validation tool so you know what people will buy. Um, Adopt the entrepreneurship mindset so prospects take you seriously. Market your business like a growth hacker, even if you hate marketing. Turn chance conversations into sales without feeling salesy. Learn how to get customers to buy without feeling awkward. And you can start your business with target buyers in one month. So first off, that it covers so much information there. When you wrote this book, did you realize how successful it was going to be?
1: I, I had no idea. <laughs> uh, but actually, this is all based on the principles that I used. Mm-hmm. And then um, each of, the book features a, uh, a successful entrepreneur every day. Right, mm-hmm. and it takes something from their success applies to that particular day. So I will take one example that you mentioned. Uh, take chance conversations into you know the you know sales. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of the examples that I give there is this gentleman uh, who you know uh, writes content, and he could be a ghostwriter, he could be editor, or whatever. Right. So what he said was, "Hey, you know, I'm going to work with other. Uh, like for example, I have an accountant. I'll go to the accountant and say, I will teach your customers." how to write content, give me one hour, I will bring the lunch. And then, you, so the accountant uh. he said, okay, that's a good thing. Okay, so accountant invited his customer, said, hey, there's a guy who's giving, going to give you a free workshop on how to you know write content for uh, your websites or do search engine optimization kind of stuff. So the one hour went by, and then there is no competition between the accountant and, and this content writer, but by after the end of the thing, a chance conversation about teaching them resulted in net sales for the content writer It's a win-win for Mm. both of them. That's really smart.
0: When we look around to all the different people in our life, there are—I mean, everybody is a professional of some sort. And you know, I think it's great how you're using that that networking concept to say, "Hey, let me connect with you. Let's see how this is a win-win for everybody." Thankfully for me, my business is not this way, but I'm not the type to call people. And in fact, when I was in undergrad, I had a part-time job as one of those annoying (laughs) telemarketers. And no offense to (laughs) telemarketers, because we've we've all (laughs) had to do something in our life. But I would always get called and. Or when I would call people, and in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, because we are supposed to do three rebuttals, meaning if they say no, then you try and upsell them, I and mean, you keep saying these things, and yeah. there were scripts, and, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I have to do this, and so it was just hard for me, so just that's not my personality, and some people are right. really, really good at it, and that's awesome, but I really like this approach as I could call up you, or I could call up any of my any associates that I know, and say, "Hey, let's let's do this. How can I connect with you to with your customers?" And it's that win-win. So that's a really really brilliant strategy as well.
1: Right, and then um, another example, uh, James, if I may, I'll give you is um, you know this lady uh, out of San Diego, <clears throat> and what she said was, uh, I mean, she was doing in the pharmaceutical sales, but uh, that, uh, she was not happy with that. Mm-hmm. So over the week, like on a Friday or so, she decided, what can I do? She's good at organizing things, right? And then, uh, I mean, she calls herself obsessive-compulsive disorder kind <laughs> of a person, but she turned it around and then made it a strength. Good for her. And then she, she went to Craigslist and then put in the Facebook groups, hey, I would like to organize your home, and uh, you know, uh, to a network, and she bought some, uh, maybe uh, ads on Craigslist or whatever she posted. And then by end of that next week, she got at least two or three customers. Wow. Right? She didn't have a uh, website. She did not, uh, you know, she she had some price, but uh, later on she realized that was low, mm-hmm. but that is, didn't matter. But she got her first paying customers in less than two weeks. Right? That's crazy. Right? You don't need a website. You don't need anything. And then that year, she made $12,000. Yeah, it's wow. a side hustle. It's sure. a side gig. It's, it's $12,000 that she didn't have 12, before. <laughs> and then next year, she felt confident enough to quit her full-time job and get into this. Wow. Right? And then she grew that home organization into a business organization, a professional organization. So she kept growing and then she kept training other people. So she she grew the business. So my point is we always think that I need to jump cold into a new business completely? No, you don't have to, right? Keep your main job. You know, start with a side hustle. Sure. You know, uh, and then look at your network. Look at what you have. Look at what's hot. What's trending? How can you connect the dots between them? And then, and then go 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 at it.
0: That's phenomenal. And you know, it's it's so doable. When I was like I said, when I originally got this pitch from from your PR person. I was thinking, okay, I'm a little skeptical. Sixty minutes a day, you know, whatever. But the point is, hearing this, it is so practical and it's so easy, and it's not overwhelming. And that's why I'm really excited for my listeners to to purchase this book because it is something they can do. I actually had someone on my show, um, Maria Aspen, who is the the editor in chief uh, for Inc. Magazine, and she was mm-hmm. talking about the new strategies where, when it comes to finances, before it was about thirty to forty thousand dollars to start a business. Now the average, and, and this is um, as of I think it was last year. Now it's only $5,000, and it's so minimal. And so what you're saying even more is you don't even necessarily need a, a website at this time. If you're going to do something, of course, you need product, and that's going to be a little bit different. But you yeah. can start this without having any overhead or very minimal overhead to be able to be successful right out the door.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? So, I mean, the fear of failure, let, let's address that. Mm-hmm. Many people, right? So this is a statistic, Jay. 70% of the U.S. adults would like to have their own business, mm. right? Many service, whatever you look at it, but actually who do it is 15%. Wow. Huge gap. Wow, that is huge. 70. So there is something going on here. So if I can address the, why they are not doing it, fear of failure, fear of embarrassment, mm-hmm. you know, fear of losing what they have. So if you take 60 minutes a day for 30 days, I mean, what are you going to lose? Exactly. Right, I mean, you lost one month of sixty days, and then by end of the month, you will know more about yourself: what you can and what you cannot do. That you'll be much farther ahead.
0: So, all you're really doing is putting in thirty hours um, of of your life to be able to see if this business is successful or not. And I think that's something doable for every single person that's listening to the show right now.
1: Exactly. I mean, I I tell people, forget about the book. It's not about the book. You know, it's about you. Give yourself sixty minutes, you know, a day for thirty days. And do something on a daily basis, and then focus on one thing, and look at yourself
0: after thirty days where you are. That structure is so important too, because if if people get lost in the weeds and do so much in one day or too much in the next day, it it can be very overwhelming. So I'm I'm really grateful that you have that structure, because what I teach as well is structure always gives us purpose, and purpose always creates those parameters to help us find success. Correct, and then not
1: only that, these entrepreneurs are are you know you know i'm grateful to them willing to give their strategies like mm-hmm. hey this is where this is the template i posted in upwork to get my first gig as a freelancer so these okay. are the emails so those are the ones that I, so if i can you know use them right i have a head start mm-hmm. then i won't get
0: lost yeah. right i know how to pitch that's perfect Unfortunately, Ramesh, our time is up, but if my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to purchase this phenomenal book, The 60-Minute Startup, A Proven System to Start Your Business in One Hour a Day and Get Your First Paying Customers in 30 Days or Less, where would they find this information online? The first thing is my website,
1: rameshdanta.com, R-A-M-E-S-H, D as in Delta, O-N-T-H-A.com, okay? All the information, my podcast information, Perfect. the book information is right there. And if they don't uh, can't recollect my name, they can go to the 60 com. The 60 is the six zero number. The 60 com will also get them to the same place.
0: Awesome. Well, my listeners also know that if you're not able to find your book any other place or even find your information, simply go to Lifology.com. Well, you.tv and they can purchase this book. The 60-Minute Startup, a proven system to start your business in one hour a day and get your first paying customers in 30 days or less. Ramesh Dhantha, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. I really appreciate all your wisdom. Thank you, James. I really appreciate being on your show. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap